something Travis Van Winkle has been doing for the past 20 years. He talks about how doing some of these exercises, these emotional training exercises, changed his relationship with his sister and indelibly changed his relationship with his father. So no, emotional training does not just have to be for actors. It's actually something that all of us can do. So I am so excited to share this wide-ranging, deep conversation with you. I know you're going to fall in love with Travis the way that I have. Please join me in welcoming the amazing, the kind, the resplendent Travis Van Winkle to the show. Hi, Travis. I'm so happy to have you here. I love you so much. That was so beautiful. I love you so much. It was so instant when I met you. There was like, you know, many people at that thing. And I was like, this person, Mm -hmm. this person. And we kept getting paired with each other. Mm -hmm. It was the bus where there's next to each other at dinner. Yeah. We're always just sitting next to each other and going deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and no one's ever called me resplendent before, so thank you. Well, I mean, you are. You look like you're lit from within. Well, we just did this, this wild dance activation, so I'm on fire. Yeah. So, and actually, you did that this morning, right? I did. You did our mutual friend, Brooke, who is helping me with Shout this. out to Brooke. Hi, Brooke. You're a genius. Um, who's been helping me birth this new movement, helping me take these sacred, potent, ancient tools and make them more attractive and accessible to a mainstream audience with the visuals and with the names. Anyway, she came on a retreat with me and I love that she shared one of the practices with you this morning. I call it emotional alchemy, mm. where you're basically just like dancing your feelings and alchemizing them into charge, into mm-hmm. like pure life force creation energy. So you can create whatever you want with it. But I would love to talk about that because that to me is a type of training your emotions. It's not acting mm-hmm. class, but it it is tapping into your emotions and moving them. So what was that like for you this morning? I mean, you put a lot of you know great fancy words on it. For me, I just liked it to. I used it to get into my body. Yeah. And you attach rage to a song, mm-hmm. and then you just go for it. And for me, it was hitting my pillow. I was, I was, I was in an apartment, so I wasn't fully screaming, but I was screaming like I I would as loud as I could, but silently. Mm-hmm. And getting into my body and releasing whatever was there. The next one was sadness, and I got on the ground and I just got into a ball and I just moved around and let the music move through me and. Uh, got a bit emotional, and I, I feel like it, it was just something that allowed me, allowed freedom to really start happening inside of me. And then the last one was um, activating your sexuality, and there was a really sexy song, and I feel like I turned into a character on Magic Mike, and I just there was a couple mirrors in the in the room, and I just started. A performance really uh, for myself and for Karen. She was in the room. She, I um, bet she loved it. Yeah, zero applause, but I think she was she was enthralled. Um, Daddy. So for me, it felt <laughs> as an actor, I, I always do my best to get in touch with my body and, and have some alignment and attunement and groundedness. And so I feel like that was a cool strategy for the morning, just to kind of connect all the dots and to open myself up. Yeah, and I feel like when you do that, when you get in your body, when you move through the range of emotions, it's like you can come to a place of neutrality or open vessel or your hollow bone, and then there's more spaciousness for source or God or whatever you want to call it to to embody you. Oh God, make of me a hollow reed from which the pith of self hath been blown, so that I may become a clear channel through which thy love may flow to others. What's that from? Just a beautiful prayer from an ancient mystic poet uh, from Iran. Wow. Mm. Not Rumi? Someone else? I don't think it was Rumi. He was uh, might have been Iran. Hafez. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. We'll look it up. We'll put it in the show notes. But we say it one more time? Yeah. Oh God, make of me a hollow reed from which the pith of self hath been blown, so that I may become a clear channel 
through which thy love may flow to others. This is it. I say that prayer every morning. You do? Mm -hmm. It shows. It shows. You can feel pure essence, pure source flowing through you. And I feel like this is the game. This is the game in meditation. This is the game in emotional alchemy. This is the game in acting. Mm -hmm. Like you're becoming a vessel, a channel for the divine to flow through you. And when we get too clogged up with our own selfness, with our own individuality, with our own ego, with our own trauma, with our own story, then there's not that spaciousness, that hollow reed for God to use us as an instrument. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's, it's a requirement when you're an actor but those skills translate so beautifully to the re- to everyone who's not acting as well. Because guess what? We all have emotions as humans. So I would love to know, because when I ask you this question, right? I do like, want to add one thing to that. Yeah. Also, even when I don't feel like the clearest of channels, someone, I'm really not being great with my, my references today with the names, but an, we'll an amazing actor had said his insecurity he wished he had known this earlier that his insecurity was not something that held him back from from uh, operating at his highest potential, his highest capacity. So sometimes we think if we're insecure, then we can't operate at our best. And a lesson he wished he would have learned earlier as a performer was just because he's insecure, that in no way holds him back from his best. And I, I think, so as much as I want to be a clear channel, uh, those times that I'm not, I, I can still hopefully... Be a channel, even even against my you know my own blockages. But say more, like so. Why did he come to the conclusion that the insecurity helped him to be a better performer? And how do you feel like on the days where you were? Obviously, we're all still human, right? We haven't like yeah. disapparated. We haven't evolved beyond the individuality. <laughs> so not like, we're, yet. We're still here. So of course, there's going to be humanness. So how do you feel like that humanness or that fear or whatever is alive helps you to be a better performer? Well, it's all part of it because we all have it. I feel like. When you perform in front of other people, I feel like you're at your, when we are witnessed is when we become truly activated, I think, when, when performing. And so whenever you're in front of other people, yeah, sometimes insecurities and fears come up, but they actually catapult you to greater heights. I think mm. someone said fear is the handmaiden of creativity mm. or anxiety is the handmaiden of creativity. And not that I want anxiety or I want fear, but if it's present, I'm not going to try to change it or push it away or want it to be something different because that just creates additional suffering, trying yeah. to change something that's yeah. present as opposed to welcoming it in yeah. and embracing it. Uh, and like that's the game in life. That's the game in acting. Like what is what is right now. And that's what I really came away with in the cave, you know, mm. in the cave for five I want to hear about that. Yeah, it was wild. But I'll tell you, like, the big thing that I came away from is that if I try to feel my feelings with an agenda to transmute them, they're like, fuck off. No yeah. thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Like, you can't love this judgment with an agenda to transmute it. You have to just be in the judgment. You can't feel the rage with an agenda to turn it into love. You have to just honor and witness the Mm -hmm. rage. And that was tough for me. Like I'm a real, you know, love and light and that and bliss. And I mean, my playa name is Bliss. My Burning Man name is Bliss. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I can't wait to get a playa name. Oh, I hope I'm a part of that naming process. I'm very good at giving Burning Man names. (laughs) I love it. Um, but it's like what you just said. It's like we can't feel the feelings with the agenda to transmute them because that just creates more suffering. But why do you think people are so afraid of feeling their feelings? Well, I can only speak to myself on okay. that is because I think that they're going to stay forever. They're going to last a long time or that I'm going to go into some kind of depression. Or if, if, if I'm feeling a certain way, I, there's some 
irrational fear that it's going to last a long time or that's going to become who I am. Mm. And it's, it's never true. It's just like a storm, you know, and, 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 you know, the clouds will pass by. Eventually the rainstorm will, the, you know, rainbows will always follow rain. Yeah, so every storm runs out of rain is the Maya Angelou quote, which I love I very much. Love it. Mm-hmm. So it's that. So I think that there's just this, this, um, this false story that I've told myself because I've been through dark times in my life. I've been through places that I didn't feel I could get out of. And there were sometimes months that I was in these places. And so for me, anytime something may come up, that, that feeling comes up of, oh no, I'm going back into the hole. And so there's a resistance to want to feel it. And I think as I've gotten older, I've learned that though just because I have a narrative in my head doesn't make it true. Mm-hmm. And it's really um, telling new stories, telling new narratives and, and creating a new relationship with the, with the old ones that seem to be circulating and on repeat. And do you consider that part of the emotional training? Like, why isn't everyone doing this? Like, not just the feeling of the feelings, but playing with what story am I subscribing to? Yeah, and becoming aware of what, what stories are present. I think that's the thing. We all have loop thinking. This material in an excerpt from a longer podcast or video. Follow link in description to learn more.